0: I've kind of like built my career around like my ability to build myself out of the business. And so Hmm. like with my two other companies, I mean, I have amazing teams for both of them and, and, and yeah, like just like have great people in place where, you know, I'm not super like needed in the day to day. And, 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 and yeah, you know, that allows for a lot of like, you know, balance. And I, I mean, I mentioned, I just got back in the gym. I do like a ton of yoga every week. I do biking. I'm like, Yeah, I think balance is important. I think that like doing what we enjoy is important. It's also like how to have the biggest impact.
1: Welcome to the Innovative Founder. The show where entrepreneurs get real. Real. These are the raw, the gut-wrenching, often hilarious, sometimes shocking, and definitely entertaining stories of innovative business founders who are making their beautiful dent in the world. No BS, no posturing, and no narcissists allowed. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the unscripted adventures on today's episode now. Here's your hairless hosts, Bob Ricneris and Brandon Boyd.
2: Hello. Hello. Welcome hey. to the
3: show. Hello, founders. What's going on? Here we are, Bob and Brandon, back at you.
2: We uh oh. we have we have a little bit of a theme today. And uh, <laughs> and it's it's travel in Thailand. Yeah. So I, I couldn't help but think about your most recent trip out oh, to boy. that part of the world, Brandon. Yeah. Well, you just got to share some some war stories from from your (laughs) your trip out
3: there. Yeah. From Nepal. Okay, so we we told the story of the getting some kind of unidentified stomach. Did we tell this story on the show? I don't know. I thought it was way back. Maybe we did. I don't know. But I'll tell you what uh, We'll we'll just say it again is never, never eat food that is not native to the country um, you are visiting. And, uh, uh, you know, at the end of a, of a two week trek in the mountains, we had a celebratory dinner at a at a bar. And I think the guide I was with wanted to like make me feel like home. So it it had like American fare and I <laughs> ate some type of a pork special, right? Yeah, the pork it, special, the pork special, you know, come to f- understand that there's pork is not a native thing that is prepared in good old nepal um that should have been the first clue but right uh regardless i ate it and paid for it for the f- next week and a half no actually the next two or three weeks
2: yeah uh, in week the form t- of uh ivs yes i had an iv
3: um severely dehydrated couldn't be more than two feet from a bathroom um kind of shut down a couple things we had planned um but still managed to make it and flow through dubai and other places um just very, very not feeling well. Got home. Yeah. And finally, uh, finally got it out of my system. But yes, note to self: eat only the native food. Stick with vegetables and, and things like that. So, um, and don't eat pork in Nepal. Don't eat pork in Nepal. Yeah. yeah.
2: So well, it's funny. I, I mean, obviously, Nepal and Thailand are different places. But but our guest spent uh, a majority of the pandemic in Thailand, and he's got a. He he has spent a lot of his life. It was just it was just kind of interesting that he keeps handing up in Southeast Southeast Asia, isn't it? Yeah. Um
1: yeah. And,
2: yeah. Uh, and, and not a straight line journey to success. Uh, he he kind of struggled to kind of find something that would hit but, uh, he really found kind of his, his superpower is in recruiting teams. So, uh, we get to hear about that, uh, extensively on this interview. I think it's really interesting. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's deep into yoga Uh and mindfulness and just a well-rounded dude. I think everyone's gonna really enjoy this call. His name is Nate Ginsburg. And, uh, I, I think the, the one thing that just kind of was, Just kind of the thread of that interview um, was like he's he was always willing to be present and he was always willing to try things out and he kept at it and he never gave up. And I think that he didn't specifically say that, but I I think that was just what was really struck me in this interview. So uh, I think you're going to really like hear from Nate and uh, we'll bring Nate to you right now welcome nate
3: ginsburg welcome to the show nate thanks for having me i'm to, are, pumped to be here. here
2: Nate just finished a workout he's yeah. like his, yeah. his endorphins are, are kicked he's, in
3: we,
0: he is we, ready we, we all have shirts on right we're yes. wearing clothes today <laughs> yeah. that's good
2: we're all you know? we're all clothed and we're all good and we've got uh, our favorite beverage and we're gonna hang out today so <laughs> nate nate's uh, calling from austin i don't think you hail from there Based on uh, looking at your profile, so that that's, that's right. going to be an interesting thing to see. Like, where 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 has Nate been in the world? <laughs> right. So, but we a do few, like to a start few places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we want to get into all of that. Uh, first thing, we love to just hear from you, Nate. Like, what's what are you jazzed about right now? What's what's going on in your personal or business life that you're absolutely stoked about?
0: Yeah. Wow. That's a fun question to start with, and kind of catching me on a, at a good time. Um, Today's actually been like, w- weirdly in a good way, like a couple of, so I'm a, i uh, am I own two different companies. I advise, or I am investor advisor in a few others. And like, I don't know what it is, but like something kind of like materially significant has like kind of happened for like all the businesses like today. Um, today. Yeah. Like, un- I mean, one of them was related that hit two of them. And then this other one is like kind of getting... There's just like a lot of really good things going on. And uh, I have a, a meeting that I'm going to after that I'm really excited about on. Um, yeah, that, that hopefully is going to be a new advisory client that I'm working with who's a good friend. And anyway, it's like, it, you know, you're catching me on a good you're catching me on a good day. Well, it's all <laughs>
2: because you're booked on the show for today. You realize right. that Brandon exactly. and I. To yeah. and juju wherever hey, we go. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, do this
3: let's Fairy do this dust. often. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all about it. Tell it, what are you advising Nate? Is it around your Amazon SBA? Tell us a little bit about that. I'm reading them. Yeah, this.
0: sure. So this is, is, yeah, like what I'm, I mean, been a, a long journey sort of to, to get here, but, but yeah, so like I'm, I'm a huge, uh, yeah, believer, passionate around like, you know, you, me um, as business owners, like the best and the best thing we can do for ourselves, for the business, for our, you know, families, for our clients is like to do the stuff that we enjoy the most and are the best at and like getting the right support around you so that you're not the one who's like stuck in your email all day or account managing stuff when you don't want to be, or jumping in and project managing and dah, 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 or literally doing whatever it is. And, um, I've kind of like built my career around like my ability to like build myself out of the business and so Hmm. like with my two other companies I mean I have amazing teams for both of them and 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 yeah like um just like have great people in place where you know I'm not super like needed in the day-to-day and and and, and yeah, you know, that allows for a lot of like, you know, balance. And I, I mean, I mentioned, I just got back from the gym. I do like a ton of yoga every week. I do biking. I'm like, you know, uh, yeah, I think balance is important. I think that like doing what we enjoy is important. It's also like how to have the biggest impact, um, you know, is by doing the things that we're actually best at. And so, so yeah, the, the advisory is kind of, it's, it's, it's centered around that. Um, I'm still, you know, this is kind of a. I've done this kind of stuff in different formats like over the years, but now it's kind of coming back in a new way. That's still, Mm -hmm. you know, defining some of these, um, you know, some of the details, but, but yeah, but basically around like, um, you know, growth advisory, but coming with like a lot of done for you kind of like firepower. So I've got like an amazing recruiting department that Mm -hmm. has like been the foundation of building these businesses that like, I, I mean, I wouldn't be anywhere where I am without it. And it's like the whole, this whole, like, you know, life career thesis is like hinges upon getting the right people in the right place. So I do not have to be in (laughs) these wrong places. And like the way to get the right people is by having this amazing recruiting department. That's kind of been like my, like my career's work. I mean, it's evolved over the years and, and it's, it's really made a lot of improvements in the last year. And so so, yeah, so that's like you know, so advisory, you know, getting clarity, plus it's like we'll do it for you. it's like, all right, look, this is what we gotta do, and then we'll just like kinda like done for you, make it happen, um in terms of like building the business and you know in the way that you want and making progress and so specifically
3: so, amazon business or or no, based? I mean, could be kinda, any
0: business yeah, kinda uh okay. you know business model agnostic, I mean, so one I'm working with now it's actually like a one of the largest um Disney publishing websites. Okay. And um it's been like a blast. Uh you know, it's it's a a big business and they need to hire like a ton of roles and just kind of I, I mean, yeah, like the the, the founder is, is is amazing and he actually bought the business and it's like, I don't know, 50x or it's like really grown a lot since he bought it. And um but yeah, like doesn't have the right uh you know, leadership team and just sort of support in this business to Take it to the next level for him to do the stuff that he wants and so and uh so, so yeah you know so that's a publishing business you know this other one would be ecom i have a lot of my, my experience i've been doing online stuff for like a decade and so i have like, i have a lot of breadth of experience like i've owned you know content websites i've owned e-commerce businesses i now own agencies and so it's like you know with one of my companies, we, we do due diligence. So we get insight into like a lot of different businesses and models and work with SaaS. And so it's like, I don't know, like business is blocking and tackling. And mm. so, so yeah, uh, not, not like business model agnostic.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of people, Nate, are kind of complaining these days. Like I can't find good people. I can't Ooh. retain good people. Right. Like you hear a lot of that. Uh, going around like
0: well if you do tell them to talk to me because yeah uh, (laughs) like we'll we'll we'll, we'll get that solved (laughs) can
2: can you can you dig in a little bit because i mean it's a prevailing thought from a lot of companies like you know like oh i just can't find good people but you're you're saying they're out there
0: oh man they are they are so out there i mean so yeah where to start so Not finding good people, not keeping good people. You know, there there are a couple of things here. We'll start with the not finding good people. Um, You know, I think the the foundational way to solve this is like having a really great recruiting department, which like I mentioned. And so like, what does that actually look like? So when we're, you know, when we're um, sourcing for a role, we, you know, we'll get like, we go through like probably over 150 candidates for like most roles. And, wow. you know, we look, we post on all the platforms. Like, I don't even know. There's probably, I mean, m- my team manages all of this, but like, you know, Upwork, Indeed, Angelist, Recruiting, like, uh, yeah, I- I'm not even really sure, but it, it gets distributed widely. And okay. so, you know, you cast a wide net. Um, there's also, I-, I mean, taking a step back even, you want to like, it's really important the way you uh, present the role through the job description to like attract the right people and, you know, get rid of the wrong, like what, I mean, I wouldn't say drives me crazy. I just think it's very ineffective when people are like looking for a video editor, DM me resumes. And I was like, Oh my God, that is that. that." I mean, you do you, but like, that is not how I want to look for people. How I want to look for people is like, you know, we, we set up like, it's a pretty, it's a pretty extensive process. And this is all intentional where you know, it's a long job post talk about the yep. the company, the, you know, the entrepreneur values. I'm always, yep. I always tell them like, Hey, like check out my social media and see if we have good, you know, culture vibe and values vibe. And then we make them jump through a ton of hoops. It's like first round interview questions, second round interview questions, test projects, we get resume, they record a loom video. And so, so we get all of this information on, and you know, we start, you know, cast a wide net distribute super wide, We get a ton of applicants and then, you know, they get filtered through this process that again, my team manages. And so the, you know, then the output is there'll be like a couple of top candidates that we have all this information. And so like when I'm coming in to make a decision, it takes like maybe 10 minutes to review. It's like, okay, these are the top three. Wow, that was a cool test project. Then I'll just look back through all the information we have on them and be like, okay, yeah, they look good. And that, you know, we'll schedule an interview. The interview at that point is mostly just to see if you have a good, like, like, you know, personal vibe. We ask like a lot, yeah. you know, we, we have a lot of information on them already. So maybe there's a question here or there, but it's more like, okay, like do do we get along? And so, so that's, I mean, a uh, overview of the process and like, it it is a lot of work. Um, Fortunately, I have an amazing team that you know facilitates this process. Right. And so, so the first part of your question, um, you know, getting the right people, it's like cast a really cast a really wide net and have a really high quality process. So, so yeah. getting the people, then
2: that's that's cool. I I, I want to interrupt you. That's yeah. that's one of the things that we found, Nate, is that long form job posts. So you know, when we're finding video editors, videographers. We 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 realized early on, like it's very, very descriptive in the post. Uh, And then the other thing we do is we throw in some like soft like a test a soft what, test a test Easter like eggs. what's yeah. your, like what's your yeah. favorite ice cream like yeah. how do you, you know take we'll your s-
3: starbucks coffee yeah yeah we'll throw
2: questions in just to see if they read right because we we need detailed people so yeah. are you reading through the whole post are you paying attention to detail Got and it. that has allowed us to sift out so much shaft you know like you know we, we can get to the good people because they we know they can look at the details
0: so that, that's right. that's
2: been something we've discovered a lot too
0: totally i mean t- to your point i think it's like intentionally you want to make them jump through hoops cuz this also is going to lead to the next part of keeping good people because yeah. it's like you know if they if they aren't willing to like do the work with you on the front end it's like how can you expect them to work hard for you and stay with you <laughs> you know later and so it's like it's supposed to be you know long and it's supposed to yeah like they're they're supposed to have to jump through hoops and so it's yeah and so and so that also is a part of like um you know I getting ahead a little bit but a huge part of retention is going to be culture and getting the right people starting with you at the top as well as building that culture with the team and starting with the process of making them jump through hoops and you know really have to like prove themselves is a huge, pe- like, those people are going to fit more into the culture that I, you know, want to be building in the culture that we have. And so, you know, then that's, it, that's a filter in itself. That is going to lead, you know, a piece that is going to contribute to more of the culture and retention side of things. So, so yeah.
2: That's cool. Love it. That, that's good tips.
3: Can I take you back, Nate? Um, I want to talk a little bit about your your journey earlier on i know you're passionate about yoga you're passionate about personal development travel health and fitness tell me a little bit about what's growing up was like for you what was uh what were some things that influenced <laughs> yeah. you
0: good question i'd say growing up not a lot of personal development yoga travel but we can go back there uh growing up was pretty normal you know i grew up in the suburbs had a good family yeah. like I don't know. I guess things things got exciting. Uh, I'd say after college when I um, so after our, after uh, college I went to teach English in South Korea for a year, uh-huh. and kind of always I don't know had a drive of like wanted to do something exciting and travel and and you know adventure and like that was a big you know driver for me and so went to teach English abroad for a year which was like it, 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 an experience you know for sure it's like me yeah. I'm like the only you know white guy in this Korean school, you know, like all day and, but it was great. Like, you know, traveled around all over Asia and, uh, you know, met really cool people. And, and then actually on my, on my way back home, I was backpacking for two months around Southeast Asia with, a with a few friends and was up in this little town in Northern Thailand called Pai. It's like amazing little town saying that this like bamboo, thatched roof hostel right in the rice fields and you know we were just like wow. you know partying and uh you know met this guy there andrew who was like a little bit older and we just kind of started to get chatting and all of a sudden like he kind of opened up and is telling me about he has this like business that he's running doing some kind of uh outsour- like you know some sales stuff and he's got these vas in indonesia and in india and like there's this thing called SEO that you can like rank websites <laughs> in Google. And like hearing him say this just totally blew my mind. I was like, like, I, I couldn't believe that this was a thing. Mm. And, and like, yeah, he kind of ha- seeded some ideas of like building these kind of lead gen websites and like, yeah, you just like pick an expensive niche. Uh, build a website with a contact form and do SEO. I was like, okay, that seems like <laughs> all right. All right, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, meeting him like totally inspired me and just like got me so jazzed about this like track and what's possible. And you know, I came back like I was. I mean, what a interesting kind of time looking back on my life. But like, it was like I was. I was like manic for I don't know a while. <laughs> I was manic until things weren't going so well. But but for a while was was yeah, just like high on this, like, you know, dream and vision and building this business and traveling and like, you know, and, and yeah, like I, I did a lot of stuff. I got these websites built, but I don't know how to build websites. So I had to learn how to hire, which was kind of the start of this hiring journey, which like, you know, really kind of broke that seal in terms of just like, I don't know, a lot of people are uncomfortable hiring and a lot of Mm -hmm. it, they just like, they've never done it. And I, I just, I kind of yeah got started to get reps in way early.
3: Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the show today. Uh, I know there's probably a lot of our listeners who are into e-com and are looking to create location independent businesses. Uh, Nate is the founder of Sellerplex, and it's a way for e-commerce businesses to scale with ease. He puts in a lot of systems in place, specifically the hiring in place, based on his years of experience in e-com. So if you're thinking about starting an e-commerce business, or maybe you have one and it's a bigger brand, he works with all different types and sizes of uh, businesses on that platform in in e-com. So check it out, sellerplex.com. Now let's get back to the show.
1: You're listening to The Innovative Founder. Now, back to your hosts, Bob Rickneris and Brendan Boyd.
2: Nate, what was the draw for you? Like what were you psyched about? Was it like can I make money or was it like hey, I want to travel all over the world and yeah. I, I want to be able to like finance my adventures?
0: Um both. I mean, I was very like you know, very driven um I guess financially to like have an opportunity. Also, I mean, man, I mean, okay. So I, you know, for context, I was like 23. I knew nothing about anything. You know, I I thought I was going to be a freaking millionaire. You know, I was like, oh yeah, lead gen websites, and you can you know rent them for ten thousand dollars each, and then I'll make a hundred of them, and I'll make a million dollars a month. Or I don't know, yeah. math adds up, but you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so I was really, I mean, I like I, I saw this, you know uh, opportunity to like make all this money. Uh, but as well as just like the freedom and the travel, like I loved, I love travel. I love being in Asia and, um, just like this kind of lifestyle was so, it was so obvious that this is what I wanted to do. And, and so, yeah, you know, got to work, like built all these sites. Um, some of them started ranking. This was kind of back when you could still just kind of spam SEO and, yeah. that, you know, it <laughs> kind of worked. We built these sites that, you know, ranked a little bit. And then, you know, fast forward, there was some Google spam update, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> you know, not that I, you know, I like, I didn't know what I was doing. It wasn't making any money. Long story short, like money was running out, I had to move back home with my parents. All right. And, Perfect. Yeah. The, the old move back. Yep, right. yep. My know, mom, was, hi yeah. My dad. Yeah. You know, so it was like super high on this dream. And then, um, you know, all of a sudden over time, it kind of crept in. It's like, oh, like, oh, shit. Like, this this isn't working. <laughs> like my, my my money, like I, I had all the savings, and then all of a sudden it's like I, I don't have all the savings. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so 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 yeah, you know, made the decision to uh, to move back home, and uh, you know, but at that point I kind of learned I had done a lot of hiring on Upwork now Odesk, and so kind of understood that ecosystem, and just kind of learned a, a, you know about SEO and internet marketing and some PPC stuff and from there just sort of started picking up some freelance clients and you know enough where i was like you know pocketing a couple thousand dollars a month which like at the time it's like okay if i wanted to you know kind of be free and travel it's like you don't actually need that much money to do that you know i didn't right. have rent i would, and so yeah saved up a little bit of money and then sort of started you know took off traveling this is in the in the spring of 2013 and uh, and then, yeah, that kind of started the travel journey. I made my way to Asia, got all like caught up in this entrepreneur, expat entrepreneur community scene there, which like totally changed my life.
1: Hmm.
0: And. Uh, tell us about uh, that scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, tell us about all the right, scene. Yeah. So what, what is
1: that scene in the basement I'll tell you about you know, the scene?
3: Yeah. The, so you go from in the basement, you're, um. you're maybe licking the wounds <laughs> a little bit, but you still got this energy. You're still a believer in you can make something happen because yeah. it sounds like you're surrounded by people who are doing it or you found more community around people who are doing it. Tell us about that. Yeah.
0: Well, I did find more community, but one thing that I think is important to, um, I don't know, kind of side comment, but like, yeah, you mentioned kind of like licking my wounds, moving back home. And, you know, there was a period of sort of like, you know, that was a, there was a while where like I was, it was a difficult decision. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? da. da, da, da. Yeah. But like once I actually did that and when I was home, I it was actually like a very enjoyable, fulfilling kind of like period of my life and 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 the reason is because of um there, there's this like principle in positive psychology called the progress principle. Yeah. And you know, I was home, I, you know, I was not like doing anything amazing, but like I, I was making progress and that progress felt really, really good. Mm. And so know i like look it was very modest what i was doing but like i saw i I was making progress in a direction that like i was really excited about and so like i like that was a you know that was great i was happy i was you know learning a ton getting exposed to new things um there was it was you know before that was challenging before kind of getting you know it's kind of like a reset at the bottom to then like start making progress that was hard but yeah, but the being home part was actually was 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 nice. Your and, your, your oh. basic
2: needs are big. You you had yeah. shelter and you got yeah. food, right? Yeah, and, and, and like, then you I, had some people encouraging you.
0: Yeah, and I was excited. Like I saw, you know, things were going in a positive direction. And yeah. uh, anyway, so so uh, I I joined this this entrepreneur community called uh, the, the DC, and it was like a, a community. It was basically a community of people that like read the Four Hour Work Week and kind of more or less like did that. (laughs) And so, (laughs) and so this community, it's very like location independent, you, you know, online business sort of stuff, lifestyle design. And they had their annual conference in Bangkok, Thailand at the end of 2013 that I flew over for. And yeah, that again, you know, totally just changed my life and being you know, I got over there and just like, mind was continuously blown meeting person after person who was just like living this dream that I had for myself. And I was Mm. kind of doing, but they were doing it way better. And I was just like amazed and inspired and curious and motivated and like all these things. And, and so I I basically stayed, (laughs) like I got there, like met all these awesome people and in, in a lot of that community too was like, was living um, in Southeast Asia. And so, so yeah, I basically after that conference, um, you know, by the end of the year, moved to uh, Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. And that was my home or home base for like, next like four, four years, I think. And, um, you know, that was amazing. And, and and the community there was amazing. And like, that's where I, I, I kind of like learned everything. I mean, I, I, I when I look back on my life, like, I think that's kind of where I got my, like, I don't know, equivalent of a, you know, online business MBA <laughs> sure. and, uh, and, and yeah, just from like all these amazing people. And like, that was wow. Like what an amazing, uh, period in my life. And it was like, it was so fun. There was like a lot of people doing this and we all lived in the same area and we'd go out and party together and we'd co-work together and we'd all like, yeah, it was, it was awesome. and so. So yeah, that was kind of. The were next you guys all doing? Were you
2: all doing kind of the same thing, Nate? And and you um, were growing it a,
0: together. It was a mix of stuff. So, you know, there's like uh, e-commerce, uh, consulting services, you know, kind of content website, SEO, some SaaS. Like that was probably the okay. majority of the, the business models. And, uh, and yeah, and like that's how I got into e-commerce. So like I was sort of doing my freelance thing, and it was doing okay, and but I wanted to like build a real business. And, you know, there were people there, some like very successful, you know, drop shippers as well as, um, as well as some ones that were starting selling on Amazon. And so that's how I first got exposed to e-commerce and physical products and selling on Amazon, which was sort of like, you know, I I tried a bunch of stuff during, you know, launched a bunch of different dropship stores and some random services and this, and, and yeah, nothing really hit until I launched some products on Amazon, very much, you know, supported by some of the people there that had experience. It was it's a very generous community. And everyone's just like, hey, like cool, let me help you. I'll show you exactly how I'm doing it. Yeah, you can do it too. And and you know, which was amazing. And so that got me into, yeah, I started, you know, launched my first products on Amazon, which was which then sort of took off. And like, you know, I remember this you know, watch this random little product that like I thought was going to sell, oh, maybe it'll sell five a day, 10 a day. And like all of a sudden it's, you know, five, 10, 20, 30 out of stock. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. like back in stock, you know, uh, 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, ah, uh, back out of stock. Like, ah. Uh,
3: were you 50, drop shipping you know. or were you, you, you put the product with Amazon and they fulfilled? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fulfilled totally. It's this I whole, you know, FBA
0: business model. I don't know, you know, how familiar you guys are with that, but it's, it's a whole scene and, yeah, and yeah, this was kind of early days. I didn't realize it at the time, um, but was, you know, early days and, And yeah, so, so rode that, you know, built that, that like further honed a lot of these like, you know, team building skills. Now I had like an actual business to hire people for and built a, you know, a great team that was running my business and helping me run, you know, do the things to, to manage this, this business. And, and, uh, yeah, like fast forward a couple of years and sort of unexpectedly had an opportunity to sell that business was, uh. I was like hanging out. I was in Vietnam, um, and had a call with, was on a call with my business partner who just like randomly mentioned like, Hey, like, um, you know, there might be a buyer interested in the business. Um, you know, are you interested in selling? And I was kind of like doing the mental math and I was like, huh? <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> mm. I, I might be interested in selling. And, wow. uh, this, this buyer is this big, this Chinese e-commerce guy. And so literally like, three days later, I am on a plane to China to go meet this guy who like wants to buy the business. And, you know, it was a success, <laughs> you know, sold the business, yeah. came, came to Fantastic. a deal. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, then, then, you know, following that, that, uh, you know, aside from like the first brush with this existential, like, Who am I? What's important? Like, Mm. what do I do in life? Where do I go? What makes you know, like, which I'm very philosophical. I don't know if that is obvious, but like, (laughs) but but yeah, but I think about this stuff and, and you know, that was a big, yeah, uh, event and catalyzed a lot of new, yeah, thoughts and learnings. And, and anyway, so, you know, uh, along with that, I, when I sold the business, actually kept my team you know, cause like they, they had their whole operation. They didn't need, you know, it was a small team, maybe six people or seven people. They just,
2: they just but, wanted your website product. They wanted the list. Customer the base,
0: the list. Yeah, the, okay, the Amazon oh. listings. Okay. And, um, and so, so yeah, so I had this team that like, I kind of mentioned that like, you know, hiring's kind of been my, my thing for a while. And so I had this team and it was, yeah, it was like, oh, well, like they helped me solve things that I didn't want to do in my business, you know, maybe other sellers would also want help with some of these things and so just kind of started asking around my network and we got our first couple you know businesses that we were working with and and uh yeah that was the seed of what became my my first agency sellerplex which now is around like it's around like 60 people globally wow um nice. yeah it's a lot of people um we do we do a lot of stuff it's like we have a you know Big supply chain department and an accounting department and a Amazon PPC department and a Amazon account management department and you know wow, like and- like
2: a grown up business.
0: <laughs> uh, wow, I don't know if I'd say that. <laughs>
3: like, Nobody you know. growing up is so overrated. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, like, I mean uh, you know, I think we 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 have a good culture. It's very like, yeah, I mean, we have an amazing culture actually, and um, and, and yeah, it's like it's very. Yeah, it's very like warm and very supportive. And and yeah, like it's a it's a great, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really proud of 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 that team and and that business and and you know all the people that that work in it now. And and so so yeah, so that kind of was was the well, I mean, I I still have that business, still running it. And um and then uh, about a year ago, well. Nate, can I ask um, you a quick question
3: yes. about sellerplex you um can. just 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 for framework is what wh- what's your opinion of the state of Amazon today because there's still you know, lots of people you know it's it, is it is it where eBay went you know years ago where everybody was rushing to get on and then and now eBay is kind of you know, eBay is eBay, but has it, has the Amazon becoming an Amazon seller in the rush and the excitement around, you know, that, that idea, has that leveled off? Is it still increasing rapid rate? Is it, how is it shifting? Just curious yeah. about your opinion on that.
0: I mean, there's definitely still opportunity there. It's like a lot harder and more competitive than it was, you know, X years ago. Sure. Because, yeah, now the ones you're competing, you know, it's like there's people, you know, I have friends that have been, you know, I, I kind of like bowed out of the like Amazon selling game. But like yeah. I've people, you know, I know people that have been doing it for freaking, you know, six years, seven years, five years. And it's like you're a new seller trying to come in with like very little money, very little experience. And it's like you're competing with these guys, you know, yeah. as well as now there's all these aggregators that have like spent you know hundreds of millions of dollars buying these businesses. And so sure. so look, I mean, there's like, yes, there is opportunity for sure. Um it's also hard. I don't know. All businesses are hard. Sure. Sure. There's opportunities, there's challenges. Uh,
3: So is who is sellerplex specifically for just, just for our audience and for myself, who's that specifically for?
0: Yeah. We work with um, yeah. Like e-commerce sellers and brands. Um, A challenge with sellerplex is like, we do a lot of things and, you know, I like, and it's growing just sort of like organically. We do really well with, um, we'll expand scope. So like, we'll start working with someone and like, Oh, we'll, you know, make a listing for them or we'll manage their PPC or we'll help with bookkeeping or this. And then it's like, Oh, like it goes well. i like, Oh, like we also can help you with this. Like, okay, sure. You know, do that. Oh, we can also help you with this. Okay, sure. And so, so yeah, that we, we actually, um, a, a growing uh, portion of the business is, um, other agency partnerships. And so, <laughs> you know, I've mentioned, you know, I mean, I'm, a uh, bunch of times at this point like our our recruiting capabilities and so we're a really good fit to work with like kind of be like a back end for other agencies and so we're finding new opportunities now where they just kind of realize that we can we're really good at like solving people problems and so hmm. you know we have a new account that we were doing this and then they're like hey like we need you know two bilingual customer service reps we're like okay no problem you know found them and they're like oh like We might also need like six more of them in other like, okay, sure. No problem. And so, so yeah, we have a lot of like, you know, kind of capabilities around that, but yeah, to your question, working with like, you know, individual sellers, as well as bigger brands, as well as like, that's kind of what I was wondering,
3: do you starting for someone, maybe it's an individual getting started or or small up to bigger brands? It sounds like,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, they're different like client profiles, but yeah. They're both great. I mean, I love, you know, working with kind of the, like, you know, solo seller, small business, you know, I mean, I also love working with like the bigger agencies that like, you know, they're like, all right, great. We have like four new accounts for you. Like, okay. Awesome. You know, like yeah. more please. So, nice. so, so yeah, that's a, uh, that's sellerplex.
2: Hey innovative founders, so glad to have you on the show. Thanks for tuning in each and every week. Hey, Brandon and I are excited about our guide. It is the ultimate guide to video. It answers the three questions that every person asks us when they they hire us. It's, what do I say? How do I get it done? And what do I do with it? And all things are related to video. This guide, it's 30 pages, it's completely free. Go to ultimatevideoguide.com. UltimateVideoGuide.com. download that amazingly designed and curated pdf and we would love to share that expertise that we've that we've gathered for so many years and put that in your hands and make you successful with video ultimatevideoguide.com
1: you're listening to the innovative founder now back to your hosts bob rickneris and brandon boyd
2: i like i like to throw a little bit of a curveball nate it Ooh. seems like you keep ending up in southeast asia <laughs> what 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 is what is it about that part of the world you, you've uh, ended up there where, multiple times where, in your life
0: where to begin oh man i've spent a lot of time in and yeah i mean i was vietnam to kind of pick up the story and then um yeah the last i guess after that was more like thailand was kind of home base for another
2: it's like thailand's been really important to you
0: Thailand has been very important to me is very important to me Um, I was there during COVID so was kind of stuck by choice I was actually uh, in Bali in March of uh, 2020 when COVID was escalating and this and I remember it was like the day that like the Philippines announced that they were closing their borders like in three days Wow! And one of my best friends was in Manila at the time. And it was just like, it was like, wow, like, okay, like stuff's happening. And like, I got to, like, I got to make a decision and like do it ASAP. And so literally that day I was like, okay, like, you know, started the day, went to yoga, was at a cafe. And then it was like, all right, I got to decide where I want to go and go there immediately. And yeah. I was like, all right, do I, do I stay here in Bali? Do I go back to America or <laughs> or do I go anywhere else? <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and so for a variety of reasons, I thought that Thailand would be a good place. I had friends there. I'm like, I, I have a lot of friends. I'm very like, yeah, spent a lot of time there, know a lot of people, you know, like your money goes far there. So it's like, yeah, it's like, okay. Uh, and, um, so yeah, a, a variety of things, you know, they have like a lot of food production at the time. It's like, Oh, are we all going to you know, no one knew it was going to happen in March 2020. Anyway, booked a flight to Thailand that day, fly out that evening, you know, thought I'd be in Thailand for, Oh, wait out this COVID thing for a couple couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. You know, turned (laughs) into a year and a half. And, um, and, and and actually, you know, to be honest, was like, like the best, one of the best, you know, times of my life. Like it was, it was amazing. Like Thailand did a really good job actually. Like, kind of controlling COVID in the beginning and there were lockdowns, but then stuff opened back up and it was like, you know, America okay. was like this mess and Thailand was paradise. Mm. And, um, and so, yeah, ended up being there for a year and a half. And like, you know, that was such a like pivotal time in my life for growth. And a lot of these, like, I don't know, that was like, so much. Yeah. Learning and growth professionally personally like spiritually emotionally like all these things and and was just living in freaking paradise i was up in the <laughs> mountains which are beautiful i was had this like my dream villa i'm on the beach on this like amazing island Kopengon, and these like ridiculous sunsets and you know acro yoga on the beach and biking and i'm just like you know
2: it was So crazy. Nate, you, you, you basically Brandon right now is not listening. He's probably searching for uh hey, rental property. I really I rent always, rent I literally, literally.
0: Oh my God. I was literally like, Ooh, what was that name of that town? He said, yeah. Hey, Phangan, if you like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's if a, I like, I've, one. Now,
2: I've now lost Brandon. He's going to be Hello? gone
0: for the entire winter. I'm, yeah. I'm Googling oh, shit now. <laughs> is like, is, is, is my happy place. Thailand is my happy place. Coping on is like the I've, I, I've done, I've been a lot of places around the world. I've like, had amazing experiences, like in my opinion, yeah. Like, on is just like actually the best. <laughs> if you, How like, do you spell that, <laughs> pay oh, so co is island, and then uh, on p h a n g a n. And um, yeah, it's just this like little there's is the internet um, good there, yeah. It's it's gotten better, good. it's developed a lot. It's it's enough, yeah. I can hook you up with some uh, <laughs> you know, property managers if you want like a nice villa, it's it's oh, very yeah. affordable too, you know, yeah, uh,
3: yeah, yeah, but. Yep. Yeah, so was, Nate, was, how, was, yeah.
0: how did you enjoy
2: the food? Unlike Brandon who got sick, like oh, literally God. almost died. Uh... <laughs> well,
0: I'll tell you, I'll tell you my food. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm very like uh, committed to my health and exercise and all this kind of stuff. And, and uh, so, so in Thailand, I mean, I, I love Thai food, but I also love just to like eat healthy. I'm very kind of like, I was keto for a while in Thailand and, you know, low sugar, low carb kind of stuff. And so, I had the best setup. They have this one, there's this one like high quality online, like grocery produce, uh, you know, website. And so I go on there and just make like a huge order of, you know, grass fed beef and high quality fish and different meat and whatever. Um, I have it, you know, shipped to this girl that uh, a friend of mine on the (laughs) Island who would, you know, she'd receive it and then would just like, you know, for 10 meals a week, would just like cook it up, add some vegetables, and then just have it delivered to my villa for like lunch oh. and dinner, you know, most days. Yeah. I'm so in. Yeah. See? it was it's great. <laughs> I'm planning the trip. When's the best
3: month to go? Well heck, Probably, you were there for a year and a half. Sounds so like
0: anytime. I, I mean, yeah, there's 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 like there's dry season and there's wet season. And so dry season is like kind of like our winter so yep. you know november through march april um even wet season's not it doesn't bother me that much like it doesn't rain all day it, it normally it, it might like it might rain for like an hour or 30 minutes but when, when it rains like it it rains like it'll freaking monsoon like, it. huh, sure yeah not. you're not you know you're not going anywhere you're but yeah i don't know i mean it's it's still great uh awesome So listening
2: to vacation dream talk with (laughs) well you can you you can live
0: there. Yeah. I mean it's uh yeah. So Thailand's amazing. There's a cool community there. It's like a lot of there's like a yeah, like a conscious, a very conscious community, Uh, a lot of just like wellness stuff, like every kind of activity that you want. You want Muay Thai, you want gym, you want you know, yoga, you like. You know, Latin dance. You like ecstatic dance. They have. I, I got really into wakeboarding there. I was going wakeboarding oh, fun. like every weekend. Yeah, it was so fun. I might get uh,
3: into ecstatic dance. Oh, that's um, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interpretive, at least. Yeah.
0: It's different. Ecstatic dance. It's uh. It's like it's it's a thing in a lot of these um kind of like conscious communities. It's like you know, big in Bali and Thailand, and I'm sure in in Boulder there's a lot of ecstatic. You know, if you look for it, you'll you'll find it.
3: I did a um, silent one one time. With, yeah, with, yeah. with a small group, that was that was interesting. Yeah, it was that's good like, to kind of get out of my own head and
0: exactly and, and be
3: comfortable in my own skin yeah, and and totally. dancing that's, silently with a group of people with different it, music it, and
0: stuff. Exactly, yeah. That's like a lot of the static dance is you go and it's like you're not you're not approaching people, you're not this. You're just like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. have, Having your experience, you're in your space. And, yeah, so. So yeah, cool. it's fun. Tell us,
3: tell us about yoga. So it's, clearly right. this had a huge impact on your life. Tell <laughs> us uh, how you got into that and why and and yeah, and that what's kept you thing. in it. What does it do for you?
0: Yeah, well, so I got into yoga. I went to my first yoga class. Um, this was like at the beginning of the year in 2014. So kind of shortly after I moved to Vietnam, uh, my, one of my good friends there, Will, kind of like started randomly to go and it was... Like invited me to go with him. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll try it. And pretty, pretty shortly at, like I went to the first class and and pretty shortly after, like I was, I was hooked. I mean, it was, it was challenging. So like, I, I love to challenge myself and grow. And I also love, you know, exercise and working out and, you know, also love being you know, a minority guy surrounded by beautiful women. You know, and what's wrong in with that? Rooms. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, like I'd you know, go to yoga, yoga for that. Yoga, it, yeah, it, it, it Health, checks a lot of boxes. Benefits. Yeah, beautiful
3: women. <laughs> yep,
0: so, I'll take that. So yeah, so I went, and it was like this really hard class, and and I was just like, it was great. And and then after like you know, because I'd always been you know pretty active in gym and this and like didn't really stretch so much. And like after after that first class or when I started to go a few times, like my body just felt loose. And I was like, oh my God, like it -hmm. it was, it was different. And like, it felt Mm -hmm. good. And I'd just be like moving around like, wow, like this is, you know, I I like this. (laughs) And so, so, so I kind of got into the physical side and then also like right around the same time, uh, I got into meditation and so started with like a, the, the headspace app. And also like with this whole community, it's very like all these things were kind of like one person would get some new, you know, thing and then everyone would be like, oh, everyone's yeah. doing it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So that's how I, you know, I P- kind of got Positive peer pressure. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, that's yeah. That's good stuff. Wellness and, you know, so, so yeah. So got into, you know, kind of started my like mindfulness journey right around the same time that I was getting into yoga, which, you know, both are very intertwined and physical practice and the mental practice. And so, so yeah, you know, fast forward and like yoga has been a big part of my life now for, yeah, I guess, you know, since, and, um, you know, I've done yoga like all over the world. So like I've traveled a lot and uh, this is, so, uh, this is unsubstantiated, but (laughs) I I was thinking that like, I I might, I don't know, I bet I could, uh, you know, would be in the running for like most yoga studios visited globally, not as a teacher. I think, mm, Okay. I think I might, you know, cause it's, it's, it's been a lot. I, cause I would travel, I'd be in a city and then, you know, yoga was like a part of my life and routine. And so I'd go to like, you know, two or three, I could be in, you know, Vienna for a weekend and I'd go to like three yoga studios. and Then I'd be in you know, Prague and go to two yoga studios, and then, you know, Thailand, and there's five, you know, and yeah. So, anyway, been to a lot of yoga studios, been a big part of my life. And, you know, like everything is connected and related, and the, you know, the mindfulness journey, and the yoga journey, and the professional journey, and the purpose journey, and the, you know, fulfillment journey. And, you know, we're all just like living and, on our one journey and everything contributes to that and is pieces of this, you know, whole picture. And, and yeah, yoga has been a really, a really positive one for me. And yeah, I mean, so many, you know, lessons and still is, uh, you know, physically it's been amazing. And being able to like, just like not, I don't know, being able to move and not be in pain and being limber and mobile. And, and, you know, that's, that's super positive. And Mm. And yeah, you know, the mindfulness practice and the presence and awareness, like I've I mean I'm I'm very deep into a lot of this, yeah, like mindfulness philosophy and mm-hmm. Buddhism and you know, Bhagavad Gita and Taoism and you know, Stoicism and positive psychology and you know, all these all these kind of things are like you know, it it the, the yoga journey really intertwines a lot with that and and just kind of yeah, the mindfulness, awareness, um and it, it impacts the business stuff because like, I'd say maybe at its like broken down to just like the core with this mindfulness stuff. It's like, you just want to be, you just want to be okay. Like that's, yeah, that's what we're going mm. for. You know, we want to be okay. You know, things are good. Things are bad. Like this happens, you know, but you're, you know, steady and you're okay. And you're present and
2: yeah. Always present.
0: Yeah. You know, and easier said than done, but like, yeah that's a lot of the practice there and, you know, take that to business and like, look, like things go up, things go down, you know, we haven't spoken too much about it, but like, I've, I've, you know, I've been through some, some not good stuff too, and challenges and like, oh my God, is this, I don't know, I think any entrepreneur has been there. And, you know, in those times, um, you know, these tools are like even more impactful and valuable and important to, to help you navigate These, you know, the difficult times, you know, and the good times too. It's like the good times, you want to enjoy them, but you don't want to be attached to it. Enjoy it. It's great. Be happy, but, but, but don't grasp, you know, you grasp, then you worry about losing it. Now you're not happy. Things are great, but you're worried about losing it. And like, that's not how you want to be. And same when you're down, you know, you're down. It's like, look, life has seasons, things go up and down. And, and, uh, you know, when you're up, you're not going to be there forever when you're down you're not going to be there forever too and so having that awareness of like okay you know like whatever it is um i'm going to be okay and i'm going to still be me and keep doing my thing and keep showing up and and yeah it really helps for the for the challenging times also and so so yeah like all this it's like all you know pieces that are kind of blended into this like life philosophy that yeah what, uh, super impactful.
2: What would you say was your biggest challenge that you face, Nate, mm. that maybe is not the rosy picture that we've painted so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um so biggest challenge is probably recently or recently ish with uh this so kind of I know it's been round about but back to the story. So so I bought a company earlier this year which was like it was a big deal for me. Um like the biggest financial investment uh you know got a big bank loan so it's leveraged mm. and you know this was like supposed to be you know it's a long time in the making and this and like you know it, this was supposed to be or in in my head like you know my next like you know big thing and chapter of my career and like I, I was supposed to be coming into like a scale situation like all right you know I can build the team and dah da, da right so, uh, you know, as, uh, as fate would have it, um, so that business was working with a lot of these FBA aggregators and very shortly after taking over the business, like that market segment kind of crashed, not kind of crashed. It did crash. <laughs> it's like, it's still a thing. It's, it didn't like, I don't know, maybe this, like it was a bubble and like, I knew this, but didn't appreciate, I don't know, you, you know, no one could have known the timing, but also. Right. Didn't realize or appreciate the impact that it would have on on the company that I was, you know, buying with a lot of leverage, <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. so you know, uh, the short of it is, it's been hard. Like, definitely the biggest, you know, career challenge, uh, you know, for a number of reasons. And, and yeah, you know, there have been like, you know, there have been like big challenges, and you know, there was like, you know, months where I was just like, I didn't know what to do. Like, honestly, I I didn't feel like myself. It was a really Yeah. Like it it, it was a thing or is a thing. And, and, um, and yeah. And, and, uh, you know, fortunately like, um, I I mean, look, there's so, so the business, it, it is doing better. There's still definitely like, you know, challenge ahead, but, but yeah, but I've kind of been able to like, for, for a variety of, you know, things or ways I've kind of been able to like, you know, get myself out of it a little bit, get a little bit more new perspective, like, you know, kind of see, like, you know, when you're in it, it's so hard to see the growth and like the progress that you're also experiencing. And, and yeah, and you know, now I've been able to kind of zoom out a little bit and, and, and also kind of leading back to some of this advisory stuff that we were talking about in the beginning. And like, you know, I've, I've known for a long time that I love, I just love working with entrepreneurs. Like this whole advisory thing is just. It fits. It's so fun for me. It's energizing. Yeah. Like I, I've, I, I get good feedback, you know, pe- the people I work with, you know, th- they get a lot out of it. The businesses go well. Like it's, it, it, it's a good fit. And, and like, I've known this and I've thought, you know, like I've done parts of that at different things in my career and this, and, you know, and then there was this acquisition that like, I thought was going to be the, the big thing. Yeah. And it it turned out to be a big thing. Definitely a big thing, not, <laughs> not in the not in the way that I, you know, kind of thought it would be, but, but yeah, but then, you know, again, kind of, uh, progressing and then being able to like, kind of zoom out again and, and, and kind of just like, kind of back to the, it's like, all right, like, you know, what, what do, I mean, and also the business has been, you know, stabilized in a way and I got the team in, which allowed me to kind of take some of these steps back. And, um, and yeah, kind of like, reevaluate my life, my career, what do i want, what's important, <laughs> what am i good at. And you know, it's kind of got me coming back to some of these same things that i, you know, had thought about and was pursuing before, you know, but and here's kind of the growth part is like i'm a totally different, you know, entrepreneur and person now than i was, you know, like 6 months ago than i was before this acquisition, like this acquisition changed me like in a huge way um you know i've like you know had to overcome some of the biggest things that i've you know had to overcome in my career that now i can like look back on and that's like a part of my a part of my story and and also like you know have built additional capabilities with that business with my other business that like now for me to come in like my you know the value that i can add as an advisor with some of these you know capabilities and kind of firepower behind me is like you know, is it, at an all-time high. And so it's like, right. and so, so yeah, look, like, I don't know the way the story is going to go and this or that, but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about this, you know, new, you know, some of these new directions and it's like, I wouldn't, I, you know, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't have kind of been in the situation to be able to, you know, kind of, yeah, kind of pursue these new paths if it wasn't for some of these challenges and 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 yeah, then back to the mindfulness stuff like man, I mean, in in you know, when I was in the worst of it um like so, so I love audiobooks, I love biking, I listen to a lot of audiobooks and uh you know, that was like, like I basically just try to like brainwash myself like there's a couple of books I just listen to like over and over again like Ryan Holiday's like Courage is Calling is like amazing. It's right. about, you know, being courageous which like is, you know, that's the medicine that I needed when I'm just like, not feeling courageous, you know, Mm. and, uh, you know, a lot of these mindfulness books, you know, books on, you know, Buddhism and Jordan Peterson and, and yeah. And so that like, you know, the mindfulness, the audio books, the yoga, the, this, it's all, you know, interconnected and like, you know, I needed it. That was like, like I was you know, in a place where I really, I really needed that perspective. And like, I I think I was able to kind of bounce back and get out of, you know, kind of see some of the positives and progress, you know, more easier because of that extensive, you know, I've like, I've gone deep into this stuff and like, that doesn't mean that it's easy and it's not easy and it wasn't easy, (laughs) but like had tools available that, at least helped and kind of, you know, was able to nudge in a, in a positive direction to then, yeah, start seeing the growth and seeing some of the new possibilities. And so. so awesome.
3: Yeah. Well, we appreciate you sharing your journey. And yeah. I, I love how you tied the parallels with, with yoga and, and couldn't agree with you more <laughs> that, you know, the, this, this idea of the past that, you know, it's not personal, it's business and you can leave stuff at the door, you know, that's not really true anymore. You know, it's all kind of an integrated (laughs) whole. So I appreciate the way you, you walked us through your journey and uh, how all these tied together with you. So thank you. Thank you, Nate. Um, Where can people find out more about you and your companies and how do they find you?
0: Say, uh, I mean, if anyone likes any of this like yeah (laughs) social media is good instagram facebook was joking earlier i mean like yeah you know we've talked a lot about yoga and biking and this and it's like you know you you get a lot of mix of things on my on my feed so so, i love writing this is like a big thing for me I'm, i'm happily like coming back to because it's hard to write when you're not like in a I don't know when you don't really feel like excited and inspired. It's it's really hard for me to like write, and I like to write about like positive things, you know. And so, so uh, so yeah, uh, I do a lot of um, yeah, uh, a lot of writing, a lot of publishing, you know, entrepreneurship, mindfulness, personal development, yoga, um, and yeah, it's Nate Ginsburg everywhere. Give me an ad, DM me, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Those are, I mean, I'm active on those, so so yeah awesome fantastic connect
3: well we appreciate it nate thank you so much for today
0: thanks for having this is like this is so fun so thank you
2: good 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 we like that pleasure having you
1: thank you for listening to the innovative founder with bob regneris and brandon boyd a show featuring the real stories of entrepreneurs making their beautiful dent in the world. If you like the show, let us know by leaving a rating. If you're an innovative business founder yourself with a story to tell, then you might just be our next guest. Reach out to us on InnovativeFounder.com and tell us your story. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on The Innovative Founder.